Broadcasting live from the phx.fm studio in Phoenix, Arizona. It's time for Valley Business Radio, spotlighting the Valley's best businesses and the people who lead them. Hello and welcome to the Arizona 100 podcast. I'm Adrian McIntyre with phx.fm. I'm joined, as always, by Abby Fink, publisher of the Arizona 100. Hi, Abby. Good morning. How are you? I'm very well. Boy, we live in an interesting world. There's a lot that's changing, a lot that's good, a lot that's disconcerting. There's a lot happening. How does it look from where you are? Well, yeah, I would say all those words describe what I'm, uh, what's going on. I've been, um, you know, every week I write a, a column for the Arizona 100. It's called the Copper State of Mind, playing off of our one of our five C's here, the Copper State. And I always try to listen to, you know, or read what we're going to be talking about and kind of take a, a view of what's happening in the community before I figure out what I'm going to write about. And the this time the topic came pretty easy to me and I decided to, to think about the word listen or listening. Um, there's been so much discussion happening over the last several weeks, um, conversations that are very difficult to hear, uh, difficult to be a part of, um, so necessary though. And I just keep coming back to this uh, importance of listening and and really from a personal perspective um, to pay attention to what people are saying and how they're saying it and how it's being perceived and to recognize how much of the, the current dialogue around the racial tensions that we're seeing are things that I really didn't understand, and I'm not sure that I ever will fully understand, but how important it is to listen and to ask questions and then to take the information in and and figure out what to do with it. And it's been a real introspective time. You know, we've we've just kind of gotten ourselves here in Arizona out of the stay-at-home orders. We've been having a little bit more freedom to be out and about, um, and which people are taking full advantage of. And then the the um, the tragedy that happened in Minneapolis, which of course was. Um, just one of many that we had heard over, you know, that came to the surface. And so I've just been spending a lot of time on the on the idea of listening. And so it played a little bit of a role in this uh, week's issue of the Copper State of Mind in my my column and just wanted to kind of toss that out. We always have a little little pre-conversation, you and I. So that's what's been on my mind this last couple of weeks. I appreciate that so much. And, you know, as communications professionals, we often think that our role is speaking and actively communicating, communicating on behalf of our clients or our causes, our communities. And we think that we're doing our primary role when we're generating speech or text, you know, articles, press releases, things of that nature. And I think uh, in, in my other work as a communications trainer and, and, and workshop leader, I, I'm always telling the people I'm working with that listening is the primary skill in communication. It underlies it comes before, it precedes, it informs what we say. And we never really practice listening the way we practice speaking. And in times like these with the killing of George Floyd, the killing of Deion Sanders here in Arizona, Breonna Taylor, and on and on and on, I think we have a, a, 
an urgent need to do some of the listening that our white privilege has allowed us not to need to do. It's been optional. And, and that's part of the problem. So as we've had in, not on this podcast, but at, at phx.fm studios, many conversations over the past year uh, with different communities, with people of color, with women business owners, with people representing so many different and important aspects of our community, the, the one thing that has been in the background the whole time is the fact that to be a human being is experienced very differently by folks depending on where they sit in our structured racial inequality system and we got to we got to deal with that because us and i mean white people not dealing with that is what keeps it in place so right. listening is a great place to start and of course it can't be the where we end but um it's uh, it's a very very important issue well, well and and some of my work has has um, allowed me the opportunity to work with with different organizations different cultures different um, individuals with different abilities etc and I can remember the first time I had had an experience and I felt really unprepared f to walk into a room with a group of individuals that were um, were different than me. And there were two choices in that in that situation. I stumble all over it and make, you know, make mistakes or admit that I do not know what I'm about to do and I need help and I need someone to guide me because I don't understand. And I figured that was going to be my best, you know, my best choice that it, however I were go was going to move forward from that point forward, admitting I didn't understand it was probably going to be my best bet. And so I hearken back to that a lot. Um, and it's it's come back into my mind over the last several weeks that that I I have an understanding, but I will never completely understand. And I have very smart individuals in my circle of influence that if I ask the right questions, will happily have those conversations with me. And I need to take advantage of that. And I really think we all do. And, and that's not just in today's current situation. That's really in anything, right? If you don't know something, it is so okay to admit you don't and ask someone to advise you and take that information and inform opinions from a variety of different sources. And so I just, I've been, um, and I've had a lot of conversations and I think all of us are, are, I'm hoping are being very reflective on the conversations that we are having. And we, you know, we will see changes, I hope. Um, I hope those changes are continue to be for the positive. Time will tell as we move through this and decide if, uh, if what we're experiencing is going to be uh, different or changed or welcoming. Those are all things will, you know, time will tell. So um, that's kind of how I set the, the tone for the, for the conversation um, in the, this issue of the Arizona 100 which, as you know, comes out the second and fourth Thursday of each month. So we are about ready to have another issue uh, coming out. We're coming up um, just past our three-year anniversary. It's hard to believe, wow. actually. Time flies. Yeah, and it, it's such a, an important contribution to uh, to the state of affairs in Arizona because 
despite COVID-19 and despite the current protests and attempt to rectify some of the longstanding wrongs, people continue to live their daily lives. Businesses continue to operate in whatever capacity they can. Communities continue to come together. They navigate their their faith and their finances, they, their, their, their health and fitness. Like it's all still in play. So what stories do you have in this upcoming issue? What are we going to learn about? Well, and, and that's so interesting because I I think that is, uh, you know, again, as as here in Arizona, as the the state has reopened and more and more businesses are, you know, coming back to maybe what would be considered a more normal sense of operations. What does it look like now? What does the workplace look like? How are we doing that? And so there are still some things businesses are doing and maybe need to do. Um, from a personal perspective, of course, we we still recognize the important importance of you know marketing and and reaching out to your target audiences and letting people know what's up and what's happening. So there's some good advice there on how to take advantage of some of the digital programs and platforms that are now much more readily available and more commonly used. So we talk a little bit about how to, you know, still consider your marketing efforts. Um, the, the folks from Fast Turtle provide some information for us there. We know that our hospitality and restaurant industry here in Arizona was impacted quite heavily. Um, you know, we saw a, a sharp decline as restaurants had to stay closed, as hotels were having to cancel reservations and conferences. But as, as, as these businesses are coming back online, they're doing so with a, with a nod to a, a more robust wellness environment, um, that they are taking advantage of the this current situation and saying, where else can we implement, you know, public safety and wellness programs? So um, there's a couple stories in this month's issue, this week's issue about um, how now that we're open, how we're still paying attention to that wellness um, one of the um, executives from the Fairmont Scottsdale Princess talks about one of the programs that they've uh, implemented coming into this and what they're now enhancing as part of their, you know, their uh, regular course of business now. And we've talked about in the past um, that of all the industries or, or industries that we thought probably were impacted and, and may not have had um as much of a chance to to pivot or pirouette, as we've called it here before, um, as the education system. And so now we're starting to see um, a lot more opportunities with um, online learning and, and digital um, access to information. Um, there's a program that called My Academy that is collaborating with Arizona State University uh, to offer um, teaching videos, K through eight, um, on virtually every core subject. Um, and the organization was a, uh, an online homeschooling site. They were around for a while. They had a very distinct target demographic that they were uh, reaching, but recognizing now that kids have been out of school since March, give or take, and uh, summer has entered into our midst. And so there's already a what they call the summer slide where kids have a little bit um, of a uh, decreased decreased probably um, 
desire to learn, but their learning sort of um, stops a little bit. And this is a chance to, um, you know, give some some more exposure to the to the core subjects and help kids um, avoid a little bit more of that summer decline, the summer slide that they're talking about. We're also seeing ASU um, working with um, Spanish-speaking students um, and providing some opportunities uh, to transfer uh, from the um, universities in Mexico and letting the the credits transfer here into uh, Arizona State University. So there's a catalog of a, just about a thousand, about 975, 78 approved classes, um, a part of 25 undergraduate degrees. So uh, those uh, students that are um, currently enrolled in one of the four universities in Mexico now have a chance if they are interested in coming to Arizona State, their, their uh, credits will transfer, which of course will be helpful for them as they um, explore some new options. And then we just talk about some of our restaurants and some of our um, leadership on success measurement. So a information-filled issue once again. Uh, We are seeing uh, uh, our subscribers are participating a lot more in our in our e-newsletter, which we're always happy to see. So if you have information you want us to share, please let us know at editor at the Arizona100.com. And of course, we want you to subscribe. And that's at the Arizona100.com. And you can listen to every one of these podcasts as well, because there's just a little click button right there on the homepage. And you can listen to all of Adrian and I's conversations over the last several months. Some of them more interesting than others, I'm sure. Uh, it's free to subscribe to both the newsletter and the podcast. The Arizona 100 is a unique window into life, business, community, and culture throughout the state of Arizona. Abby Fink is publisher of the Arizona 100, brought to you by HMA Public Relations, a, a wonderful service for uh, our state. Thank you so much. And thanks, Abby, for joining us today. Sure. Thank you. For all of us here at phx.fm, this is Adrian McIntyre. We'll see you next time on the Arizona 100 podcast. Mm-hmm.